Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. And Lars. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found and, of course, taped live at the Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. Another week, another Triple H-led WWE Raw with more changes to the presentation. Some really, really good matches and a lot of stuff to really be appreciative of. We're going to talk about that for a little bit uh, or in a little bit. We've got some G1 results from last night. Also, controversy in the August G1 predictions. Oh, gosh. we're going to tell. Oh, man. Wow. The latest on the creative plans for one carry and cross. But first, let's talk about this. While we didn't see the return of John, Johnny John. Gargano, John, to WWE last night uh, on Raw from Gargano's hometown of Cleveland, there were several references to him. Champa put Bobby Lashley in the Gargano escape. Corey Graves referenced DIY during that match and a couple more. Fightful Select reports that after Vince McMahon retired and Triple H assumed his new role as head of talent relations and creative, Shawn Michaels was charged with reaching out to Gargano. Mm. But we did get one former NXT talent making their return last night in the same report. Fightful out of there had been discussion within WWE about bringing back Dexter Loomis. We had speculated about that yesterday on the show. Uh, And, of course, at the end of the show, he was seen being apprehended by security. Very interesting stuff. He's bringing, he's getting the band back together, Larson. Seems like it. We haven't seen Austin Theory, I don't believe, since SummerSlam. No, we haven't. 
Um, we have the return of Dexter Loomis. Yep. Uh, again, car involved. Someone in our chat before uh, we got started here was wondering if it was the same car that uh, he used to stuff Roderick Strong in the trunk. Um, mm-hmm. I think if so, that'd be great. And, and, and uh, excellent attention to detail, which is something Triple H uh, really pays attention to. Um, uh, if John, John Gargano comes back, bring Candice, call up Indy, have the way on Raw, um, and you can totally frame it like John goes to, to Austin Theory, says, I was your father figure in NXT. Vitz took you, tried to replace me. I mean, he might not be able to be this, you know, like forthright about it. You had a new father figure up here. They're gone. You need some direction because no one likes you. And uh, everybody just, everybody's beating you, beating you up. So I'm here mm-hmm. to help you. Uh, guide you through this process of becoming a WWE superstar, cashing in money in the bank. And in the end, it, either either he helps him do it or he turns on him. Or Theory mm-hmm. turns yeah. on him. Yeah. I think it's a, that's a terrific idea. It, it It's going to be interesting to see how much, just sort of go, going a bit more broad here, how much of NXT lore mm-hmm. Triple H is willing to dive into. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, given that at the time NXT was getting, you know, whatever, seven hundred, eight thousand, sometimes six hundred thousand views. Yeah. Um, in, in you know, the overalls. Um, and obviously it would pop a large say, you know, you, you want to excite the hardcore audience. You want to get them invested. I it, Twitter was it was a sea change last night. A lot of people who typically are like, Yeah, I've no, I'm no desire to watch Raw yeah. live. Um, we're watching live. I watched it live last night. Um, and there was a lot of excitement for stuff going on. There was the uh, the whole background storytelling, which you and I have literally been you know talking. I think last week when we talked about other things that they yeah. could do with yeah with, and, and we were like, nah, they're not going to do that anytime soon. They literally did it this week. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it it'll be interesting. I mean, obviously the dude is going full bore, and it's like, hey, NXT, all that stuff. That was his vision. Yep, that was his stuff, and. If you have faith in what you did, and now you have the opportunity to bring that sort of uh, a niche, uh, uh, what does he call it, indie radio or whatever? Yeah, yeah, to to Raw SmackDown's top forty, yes, right, to a larger crowd, and you're introducing these characters in a way that you really believe works, and 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 you did it in NXT, and now you're bringing it over to main roster. I don't see why he wouldn't. It would need a little bit maybe of an explanation or some amount of, um, you know, uh, exposition, I guess. Well, Um, like last night, they didn't, the way they kind of presented the Loomis reveal was very subtle Yeah. because there's, you know, you see him, there's some security's apprehending somebody and and, and AJ's like, what the heck's heck's going on over there? He seems kind of curious and just... What is what's what's this disturbance over here? And Lewis just kind of pops his head up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So if you're paying attention, you you see who it is. And commentary doesn't make like a huge deal. They just go, hold on, as the show is closing. Is that is that Dexter? Yeah, Dexter Lewis, and that's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's barely audible. Yeah. When because uh, I think it's Byron who says Dexter Lewis, but it is so under his breath mm-hmm. that it is it's barely noticeable. Um, no, I, I thought it was I thought it was fantastic. You got everybody talking. 
um, when you do, you know, the, the Kevin Owens is cutting a, a great promo, which, by the way, it's clear what direction they're going with him. Yeah. Um, it's, and it's NXT the, debut Kevin Owens. <laughs> that is exactly what it is. Yeah, that's that's what literally it what it was. Um, so, there, yeah, there was a lot to like, but in terms of um, these returns and call-ups, you got to love, number one, he's taking care of his people. You know, he's taking care of his people. And I have no doubt that if Jonah was still a free agent, he'd probably take care of him. Mm-hmm. I'm, he's probably devastated that Keith Lee mm-hmm. freaking signed with AEW because and you Adam know Cole. he loved Keith Lee and Adam Cole as well. But Keith Lee, man, he would, he, they gave me, made him, they made him champ champ. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's a big yeah. dude. When Brock showed him respect in the Rumble that year, oh, man. Yeah, that was great. He, he should have been a made man at well, that it was, point. Survivor then. Series when the NXT was in, it was Roman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that he had that yeah. huge moment with. Like the, it yeah. was there to make a massive star out of Keith Lee, of course. Oh, drop the ball yeah. there, but uh, yeah, big ball drop right there. Um, this fall, maybe I'd be surprised um, if we didn't see uh, Gargano before then. Oh yeah, I, I think it's probably going to be a matter of weeks as opposed to a matter of months. I think it's going to be pretty yeah. soon. Yeah. Um, somebody here in chat, I haven't confirmed this or anything, but mentioned that Theory's uncle had passed away, and that's why he hasn't been uh, on TV. Right. But I don't know the veracity of that, or you know how much that um, plays into it. I mean, him being gone since SummerSlam, creatively speaking, is actually a really good idea mm-hmm. because he should be devastated. He every mm-hmm. time he ever since Vince has been gone, uh, he's been getting teed off on, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, uh, we can move. Uh, do you have more to add? No, I think, that, I think that it's, okay. it's going to be it's going to be great to see him. It'll be interesting to see um, what they reference from the past and what they don't reference from the past. Again, yes. if Triple H understood that, that stuff really worked, they just, he just was given he just had too many restrictions on NXT at the time mm-hmm. to make it a bigger deal. Time, time to do it. I'll I'll I'll, I'll say this before you just move on to the next story because we can get to it more when we talk about the the recap of Raw. One thing that I liked about, one of many things I liked about Raw last night, including the reveal at the end, the whole car crash thing, the pacing of the show, that kind of mystery going through the whole thing, the reveal at the end, reminded me a bit of Attitude Era Raw. It did, yeah. That yeah. backstage felt like a living, breathing organism. Yeah. That it didn't feel like little isolated worlds. It felt like there's a lot of crossover. Yeah. Um, you had the, the 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 thread that was subtly running through the entire show, yeah. leaves on a cliffhanger. You don't know what it means. Um, it 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 was very basic, but very good. It was very well done. It was good stuff. Um, yeah. Anyways, let's move on to this. So yesterday we talked about a fightful select report, which stated that there was a pitch, a pitch made for Karrion Cross to potentially be included in this Roman Reigns Drew McIntyre feud. And uh, potentially challenge for one of Roman Reigns' titles. Not both, just one of them. Um, during a recent Wrestling Observer Radio, Dave Melser uh, talked about whether Cross would be inserted into the Reigns versus Drew match coming up at Clash the Castle. And this is what he had to say about that. These transcripts are from WrestleTalk. Quote, for Cardiff, it is still Roman and Drew. I was told, of course, this can always change. But I was told that it's really not, really not going to change. Uh, they feel that has to be the match. So as far as when Cross gets a shot at Roman Reigns, because obviously they're building to that, I have no idea when that will be. I mean, it's it's they spent months building up Drew and Roman. I feel like they started that like uh, I don't know, late spring, early summer, just dropping mm-hmm. little hints, building to it. Yeah, yeah. I the right call is to make this a one-on-one thing. 
maybe uh, somehow Cross cost Drew the match. They go off into their own feud. Cross gets the better of that. And then next for him, Roman. I don't know how all that plays out about you know the stuff about Fightful was saying yesterday with USA Network winning their own top title, whether they'll be content with how the U.S. title is being built up, which last night, excellent. Mm-hmm. Or if they'll want a world title mm-hmm. um, and how that's going to play out with Roman and how that's going to involve Cross. Don't know any of that because as of right now, Cross is on SmackDown. Um, but, I mean, the way they debuted Cross on Friday was awesome. No need to rush anything. Take mm-hmm. your time. Build yeah. this guy up. Um, last we saw him at WWE, he was he he was not the most captivating or inter- interesting character, and he certainly wasn't terribly dominant. Mm-hmm. Build him back up, have him get some good wins, and and have been a, a couple meaty feuds before moving on to Roman. Just drop mm-hmm. the hint now. You know what his goal is ultimately. Let him take a little bit of a path to get there, and then uh, you know eventually maybe it Rumble, mm-hmm. Survivor Series, maybe even have him challenge Roman. Yeah. Yeah. Um I'm just sort of curious how they're gonna do the uh the split title thing. Yeah, I don't know. But uh but yeah, I I don't know. Um that's a lot of moving pieces right there. I mean the one thing I can say is Reigns versus Drew at Clash of the Castle, that's what needs to happen. Yes. Um I don't know. I mean under Vince maybe you do the cross screwing over Drew thing. I don't know if Triple H would wanna do that. Um I don't, I, I, man, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't know how he inserts himself in all this stuff. I mean, here's the thing, man. Clash of the Castle is a big deal. Yeah. Like, that's going to be a big, big deal. I don't know if you, that's how you want to send those fans home. Those fans home is, uh, you know, cross, you know, you get kind of a shit finish where cross screws over Drew. Oh, the heat, Steve. The heat. <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> the heat's so much heat. Um, so yeah, man, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm really curious. I want to know more, man. Fucking, I liked Raw last night. Yeah, I know. Raw was a fun show last you night. Know, look, we talked about it in the pre-show and a three-hour Raw. The, the main, the thing is this, you can watch a three-hour pay-per-view and there's not all those damn commercials. I mean, I guess on Peacock, you get some commercials um, if you don't do the super duper premium one. Um, otherwise, you get like uh, recap packages and video packages. Mm-hmm. But like the show being interrupted by commercials is sort of the thing that that, you know, that keeps a three hour program of raw or anything, even if it's at its peak creatively, it's just difficult to ingest live. Mm-hmm. That being said, um, what you were saying earlier about raw, man, I thought that. I sort of tweeted this out. I think that last night was much more of a statement for yeah, Triple H than the than the previous week because he fi- he was a- he's able to implement and this is going to be interesting interesting to see where this goes. He's able to he was able to implement some really interesting storytelling techniques, you know, some shit that god damn man like you've talked about this before the presentation of the wwe of wrestling in general just hasn't moved anywhere mm-hmm. over the past couple decades i mean there's and been really, two sorry let me interject here real quick there's been two instances i can think well three sorry three instances i can think of where somebody or some company has endeavored to change up the visual presentation of wrestling when the impact was doing those fly on the wall things yeah those were backstage awesome. those were great lucha underground Mm-hmm, yeah. When they were essentially doing little short films within their their yeah, their cool show stuff. to tell story, and then well, a little bit what we saw last night when XT was doing quite a bit, where you'd have yeah. something happening in the foreground, and then the background action would actually be what you were supposed to be paying attention to. Yeah, right. And it and it and it 
builds from bit to bit. So yes. you got like Nikki and Dewdrop and some security guards, you know, looking at this car. What the hell's going on here? Mm -hmm. A little bit later on during the uh, Alexa Bliss, Oscar Bailey stuff, you know, security goes running past because they've realized, hey, whoever was driving this is in the building. Mm -hmm. Let's get to let's get to the ringside. And then what happens at the end? You've got this little story in three parts is taking taking place in the background. That's fucking cool stuff. Yeah. That is stuff that makes it feel and they 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 made sure there was that shot also. I think it was in the same one as the security guards when Bailey and her crew turned to leave, AJ is crossing yeah. in. Yeah, so it's a whole like open world, you yeah. know, thing where it, it all it's it all fits together. in together. It yeah. was in one shot they had uh, Bliss and, and Asuka do their promo. Uh -huh. Bailey, EO, and Dakota walk in. Security guards run past them. So that so Bailey, uh, EO, and Dakota leave. And as they leave, yes, AJ is is walking past them. It's like it's like Triple H trying to do a, a Robert Altman beginning of the player mm -hmm. type thing or beginning of Touch of Evil type deal. I was I was exactly thinking you know? of Altman, man. I'm like he's gonna turn fucking WWE programming into some. Robert he's gonna have Altman. two promos going over each other at the same time, overlapping dialogue. It's gonna be like some PTA Magnolia shit, man. Yeah, raining <laughs> frogs. People yeah. lip syncing, all that stuff. Yeah, yes. Exactly. Tom Cruise saying some rather vulgar stuff. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Um, let's talk about this United States Championship title match. Champa coming out in his Harley Race inspired uh, that robe. That was amazing. They really hyped him up, made it seem like, hey, this guy's got a real shot. Well, and again, and, too, with bringing up Harley Race, the first U.S. champ, 
like elevates the importance of that belt, the history it of does. that belt. Yeah, I know. It was really well done. I know. It was it was incredibly well done. And they made Bobby Lashley look like a million bucks surviving mm-hmm. basically Champa. Um there was like uh, uh and even even like I'm getting ahead of myself, but even the main event like they they've got these awesome false finishes, you know. They got the uh, Miz throwing a chair at AJ Styles, then getting hit with a skull crushing finale, and AJ kicks out of that shit. Mm-hmm. The excitement of a match, everybody just thinks these things are formulaic because they have been for so long. Yep. But it's like you can tell Triple H is at least booking the finishes of these matches, um, because that Champa match was a Triple H two thousand two to two thousand five type match, mm-hmm. except Triple H being bad guy rolling and end with him hitting a sledgehammer on like Batista or somebody. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he, Champa threw everything he had mm-hmm. at Bobby Lashley, and uh, and Bobby Lashley still came out on top. That U.S. title is doing nothing but gaining prestige which, yep. with each of these tight matches, man. Yep, and they ran the U.S. title uh, video package again last night prior mm-hmm. to the match. Um, yeah. So, you know, whether USA gets their, you know, reported wish or not getting their own top belt world title. Um, uh, so far in the span of two weeks, Triple H has done a lot, yeah. a lot to elevate yeah. the esteem of the U.S. title, um, considering uh, uh, how it was, you know, for the longest time. There was highlights, obviously, but for, you know, the matter of the last few years, kind of languishing. Mm, it was yeah, just no, very absolutely. much mid-card title, you know? It's funny because, like, the one person who's always held that with prestige is Bobby Lashley. Mm-hmm. Over the past couple of years, it's always been like, when it's on him, he makes as big a deal of it as humanly possible. It's yeah. always been Bobby Lashley, and I'm glad that they've chosen him as the guy to be sort of the top monster on Raw. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, that was uh, that was really really good stuff. Um, a name that a lot of people had speculated might have hard time finding time on uh, WWE programming these days. Amos uh, was on the show last night. He beat a couple of jobbers. Yeah, enhancement talent, I should say. I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, in you know, in uh, predictably dominant fashion. Um, but I just feel like a couple of really obvious changes. We didn't get an MVP promo. And MVP is a great promo. He's fantastic. Mm. I love hearing yeah. him talk. Yeah. But for the longest time, especially when Amos was feuding with Lashley, it mm. was it was essentially, it seemed like uh, MVP, you got three minutes. Remind everybody why this feud is happening. And so for mm. weeks upon weeks upon weeks, it was basically the same promo over and over and over and over again. And it got exhausting. Mm. Um, tonight, Amos went out there, destroyed two uh, enhancement talent. MVP didn't have to say anything. Right. You know, Amos seemed like was showing more personality during the course of the match. Yeah. A little more intensity. Um, yeah, you know, it, it, if, if, if they have him doing this type of stuff, I mean, we've mentioned this in the past. Follow the Braun Strowman template with him. Yeah. yeah he right. destroys people in the ring. He cr- creates all sorts of destruction all over the place. Have mm-hmm. him do cool stuff. He'll get over. Yeah. Um, let's talk about this really quick as well. The importance of women's wrestling really uh, was also on display to Triple H was really on display last night on last night's Raw. Um, we've got the brackets mm-hmm. for the women's tag tournament, and it kicked off. The show kicked off with an extended women's division segment that uh, finished up with a brawl. Um, and we also had a 10 minute and 50 second long women's tag uh, tournament match. Which, uh, uh, given that the Queen's Crown Tournament 
the entirety of the in-ring action was 18 minutes and 50 seconds, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, th- that's, that's a promising sign for yes. the turnaround here. I mean, ideally, the finals for this particular tournament, uh, give, give the two teams 20 minutes. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Minutes, if not more. Um, um, you scored the brackets real quick. I know yeah. we've already had the, our, our first team advance. So on the left side of the bracket, you got Tamina and Dana Brooke versus Io and Dakota Kai. That match happened last night. Um, and then also on the left side of the bracket, you got Alexa Bliss and Asuka taking on Nikki, ASH, and Dewdrop. I think that's happening on Raw next week. On the right side of the bracket, you got Raquel uh, Rodriguez and Aaliyah taking on Zaya, Lee, and Shotzi. And then also on the right side, in the second uh, match on that side, you have Nikita Lyons and Zoe Stark Yeah, from NXT taking on Natalia and Sonya Deville. Now, we, we've been kind of speculating about at what point might Sasha and Naomi return. Are they going to come back after they crown new champions? Are they going to be in the tournament? If they're going to be in the tournament, they're going to they're gonna give the boot to Nikita and Zoe Stark. Um, That'd be kind of interesting if they announce a team and then suddenly that team's laid out and lo and behold, Sasha Banks and Naomi are there. They're on the, yeah. That'd be the correct side of the bracket because the right side of the bracket's SmackDown side. I get the feeling. I get the feeling that Nikita and Zoe, that Triple H wants to show them off to to a wider. I mean, that's crowd. entirely possible. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm looking at Zia uh, uh, Lee and, and Shotzi as possibly being out, but I kind of get the feeling that they're just going to end up challenging whoever wins this thing. Um, so yeah, you got and which I mean, honestly, man, how is it not Eo Sky and Dakota Kai, Kai and Sky? Well, let's talk I about mean, this. They got to win this thing. You would think so, but then uh, during this opening bit. Um, Bianca challenged uh, Bailey, Io, and Dakota to a six-woman tag match at Clash, Clash at the Castle. So it'll be Bianca, mm. Asuka, and Alexa versus Bailey, Io, and Dakota. I don't know when this tag tournament is concluding. Mm-hmm. I don't think they've announced that. If it's concluding at Clash at the Castle, then obviously nobody involved in that six-woman tag match is going to be winning the tag titles, you wouldn't think. If it concludes before that, the possibility exists that EO and Dakota do win it, and then that match at Clash of the Castle could be winner take all. No, yeah, that's a possibility. That's a possibility. Um, I just feel like there's sort of, and on top of that, if you have EO and, and, and Dakota, Kai and Sky win, I mean, that right there is the most prominent matchup for Sasha and Naomi when they come back. Oh, yeah. Good guys, bad guys. I mean, otherwise, what are they going to do? Take on Natalia and Sonya Deville? I love Natalia and Sonya Deville. I think they're great. But, like, that's a big matchup there, especially with Bailey in the mix. Um, but, uh, but yeah. Um, yeah, it's going to uh, – Nikita and, and Zoe Stark, I, I do kind of wish they would have found a better – I think that's just sort of a showcase for oh, NXT. Because it, it would have been cool case, if it was, yeah. like, Caden and Quintana, but they probably don't want their champions to lose. I mean, I thought it would have been cool if they had Leon and, and Feroz in oh, that that's spot. Cool. An actual yeah. tag team that's tagged before. Yeah, Toxic Attraction would have been cool. Yeah. Um, because, like, they're an actual team. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Nikita and Zoe, that, that's going to be interesting. I think Triple H probably likes them both quite a bit, so mm-hmm. um, it's going to be interesting to see them get some shine. Um but uh, but yeah, no. Let's just go ahead and kick this thing off. It started sure. with a Bailey, Eo, and Dakota promo. Uh, Bailey asked uh, the fans why they're booing when they're so excited to see our dumb faces. She says we don't want to be here, but the fans need us. Uh, 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 they need to pay what 
they're gonna what what is this? They pay to see what they're gonna do next and try to salvage this uninspired division. She said their role model had to do something. Uh, she said, um, and then Dakota Kai says, like Crash SummerSlam and shake everyone up. And Bailey says, yeah. the fans, you can't enjoy watching Becky Lynch play dress up every week, and you can't actually enjoy cheering for Bianca. And she says, Bianca would be nothing without me, and that's why I had to make a statement last week. Uh, we had to make sure they took care of Becky's shoulder, and they had to make sure they lit a fire under every woman in the locker room, and they had to bring out the fighting spirit in Bianca for the fans because they're bringing back what's been missing. And that's when Eo says, the hunger. And Bailey says, yes, the fans are deserving a women's division that's hungry, that's starving for more. She says, I don't blame the fans. The fans are lost without me. They don't know how to ask for more, but she's learned that if you can't find the answers for lo- you're looking for, you got to ask better questions. So I have a question for all you idiots. How am I the only one to realize what a lethal weapon uh, Eo is? How am I the only one to realize the benefits to bring in someone like Dakota Kai? God, yeah. dude, this is just, hold on one second. This is just a shot after shot at Vince. I know, I know. <laughs> Isn't that great? <laughs> he says, can you imagine how much they've been uh, boiling? Uh, the hunger in them. And the Dakota says, Bailey, you don't have to tell them anymore. Me and EO, we're going to show them later when we enter the tag title, tag team uh, tournament tonight, and we win. And then Alexa walks to the stage, and she's joined by Asuka and then Bianca. They come to the ring. Uh, Bliss says, hey, let's not get ahead of ourselves. We just want to give you, EO, and Dakota a heads up. Uh, if you win your match tonight, then you're facing us uh, next week. And after what you pulled last week, it gives us even more incentive to beat the hell out of you and win the tag titles. And Bianca says, I'm not done with you, EO. I'm hungry to get back in the ring with you and finish what we started. The three of you have no, uh, the three of them, three of us have no problem dealing with Bailey, uh, Dakota, and EO right now. And Bailey goes, mm, no, we're calling the shots. Let's do three on three where it counts. And that's not here in Cleveland. Let's do it at Clash at the Castle. And Bianca accepts uh, the challenge. She tells Bailey that uh, while she's trying to keep control, I'm thinking about losing it. And then she punches Bailey. Huge brawl breaks out. The spills down to the floor. Uh, uh, spills over the barricade. And Bliss hits the crossbody off the barricade. Take everybody else out. Producers finally out to break it up. It was a ki- it was a killer promo. Uh, Bailey knows how to work that crowd. Mm-hmm. She knows how to work him. Even when she does a little slip up and calls uh, Dakota Kai, Dakota Sky, she does the Kevin Owens thing. She is such a Kevin Owens. Like her and Kevin Owens yeah. have a lot of similarities in they the do. promos. And, uh, and she slips up and says, yeah, you dummies made me get it wrong. I know it's Dakota Kai. <laughs> I love that shit. Uh, and then I like that brawl at the end, man. They really mm-hmm. try to make it seem like it is this violent altercation. It's not just they're scrapping in the ring and then somebody gets run off. It's this shit just starts spilling out everywhere. Mm-hmm. Crowd's really into it. I thought this was really good. Yeah, the uh, crowd was really the, into it. It was, it was The crowd in Cleveland last night was a marked improvement over what we got in Houston last week. Much better. Much better. Uh, after that, we had Seth Rollins versus Angelo Dawkins. This made Dawkins look like a million bucks, man. He evaded like three of those stomp attempts. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he came really, really close. But... Uh, in the end, uh, Dawkins looking for a pounce on the floor. Seth sidesteps that, sends him into the ring steps, looks for a stomp. Dawkins evades that again. Seth hits a pedigree to get the win. I was cracking up, man. I was like, oh, nobody's kicking out of that <laughs> on Triple H's watch. Yeah. Like, did you hit him with the pedigree? And Seth's like, oh, then he kicks out. What? No. What? No, with pedigree. No one kicks out of that. It's a pedigree. Nobody kicks out of that, Seth. Uh, and then after the belly, it's a stomp. Ford runs back to the ring to make the save. Yeah, because Ford was ejected earlier from ringside. I like how Ford, like, we've seen this build week after week, but 
last or last night, Ford had no patience um, because like uh, Seth gave him, like a little kick when Ford goes to check on Dawkins, mm. and Ford grabs a ring, a chair, runs into the ring, and, and ready to swing at Seth. Yeah. And the yeah. ref has to be like, "No, don't do that." Yeah, you're out of here. Kick you out of ringside. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's all. That's all got to boil over at some point. Um, but then we got a recap of Edge returning last week, and then he oh, uh, walks this into. Was, this was great. This man. was yeah. great. He Edge walks, comes into the mysterious locker room, and he uh, and it's it's Ray and, and Sad Dom. Dom just keeps on getting tortured by Ray Ripley every week, and it's amazing. It's amazing. It's one of the best things in wrestling right now. So Edge is like, "Hey, man, I know things went sideways last week." But, Ray, I got your back if anything happens with Judgment Day because, of course, Ray and Finn Balor have a match tonight. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, Edge says, uh, Edge tells Dom, he's like, I like that, hey, we have cell phones. He could have just hit him up on text that, hey, man, I'm sorry about last week. Or even after the show last week, he waits a whole week, I know. rolls up in here and says, hey, man, what happened last week? It was an accident. Uh, I didn't mean to spear you. Are we cool? Dom says, yeah, we're cool. And then he shoves the shit out of Ray and uh, of Edge. And Ray's like, whoa, 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 relax, relax, tranquilo. He's like, uh, I've known Edge for 20 years. He's fine. And Dom's like, you've known me for 25, poppy. And then uh, he's like, I can't believe you're taking Edge's side. And then he storms off. Yeah. Oh, Dom, what a mess. Yeah. Uh, like in the matter of like a week, they've actually added genuine intrigue into whether Dom is going to join Judgment Day, something Vince couldn't do. And you know what, man? They've added like they've they've opened up the door for dimension with Dom. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. even even like his is what he's wearing. Man, it's it's good stuff. It's really good stuff. It is. It's it's it's, it's a substantial improvement. Then we got a Miz and Chompa interview. So Chompa's asked a question first. Miz answers instead. Starts talking crap about uh, AJ siding with Logan Paul. Um, he says, but Chompa, he had the last laugh. And then Chompa says, people talk about overcoming adversity, about the Almighty One. But if you want something to believe in, believe in Champa. You know who believed in me? The first U.S. champ, Harley Race, the man who trained me and turned me into the man I am today. Since about three years ago, Harley passed away. And tonight, I'm dedicating my win to him. And he points, and there's, I, I'm guessing, is actually one of Harley Race's robes um, behind him. And he says, with Harley looking down on me, it'll be my moment and when I step in the ring and Lashley looks in my eyes, he will feel my sacrifice and realize he's already lost. Oof, hell of a promo. Great stuff. You know, and it's funny, just in a couple of weeks, like they've just turned Champ into this guy who steals the show, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, it's awesome. Anyways, uh, after that, <laughs> we had Ezekiel versus Kevin Owens. And it's great because Kevin Owens, like, he, this dude is, you could tell he is so excited. He stumbles on his way up the ring steps to get into the ring. And Ezekiel kind of laughs. He chuckles at it a little bit. Yeah. But Kevin Owens is here to wreck this fool. So, so, so the ring bell, the, the, the bell goes. Kevin Owens runs to Ezekiel, kicks him out of the ring, immediately hops out of the ring to go right after him, sends, sends him to the ring post, slams him into the announce table, and then gives him an a, a power, a apron power bomb, And then... And then the ref checks on Ezekiel, calls calls the match off, calls for medical. Kevin Owens gets the ring and starts laughing, and Adam Pearce down there is like, "This isn't funny, Kevin. Yeah, it's not funny. Yeah. Oh, this was and like you said, this is NXT debut. Kevin it, Owens, it what really he did is. to Sami Zayn, it really it great. Is. And and uh, hats off to Ezekiel for selling that. He was down there writhing on the ground, oh like, man, like his kidney or something blew up. You know? Oh, dude, he was dead. He, he was, was totally dead. selling the effects of that. It was actually really well done. 
Yeah, this uh, is awesome. Next, we got Finn Balor versus Rey Mysterio. And so Judgment Day, Finn and Damian Priest come to the ring, and they got bikes. I'm like, oh, crap. Yeah. Got 10 minutes before this match starts. For Judgment Day, they kept, they kept this pretty brisk uh, and pretty to the point. So Finn says, Edge, you think uh, we should fear you? Ray, you think we should fear you too? Uh, says the two of you can't even get the same page, and Dom has abandoned you both. Judgment Day isn't afraid of anyone. You know why? Fear isn't real. It's a product of your imagination. But danger is very real. And Ray, you're going to find out tonight that I am danger. Um, Priest then tells Edge, that I wouldn't lay you out tonight if I wanted to, but in two weeks, uh, Raw's going to be in Toronto. Challenged you a match. Um, and if you still have a set, let's end this. Uh, you may have started Judgment Day Edge, but in Toronto, in front of your friends, and whatever, or sorry, in front of your family, whatever friends you have left, I'm going to end you. And so Ray is walking backstage, uh, and Edge steps up to him, and Ray's like, I can't find Dom. I can't find him anywhere. And then Edge says, well, the offer still stands. I'll, I'll, I'll have your back tonight. And Ray says, no, that's just going to make things worse with Dom. I'm going to go it alone. Mm-hmm. So uh, match goes down. Uh, Ray uh, hits a sunset flip, sliding sunset flip powerbomb on Finn to the barricade. I always love when he does that. He puts Finn that's back great, in the yeah. ring. And then he goes over to Damien and kind of starts backing him up, gets in his face, trying to get him away from him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then while that's happening, he get, Ray gets on the apron kicks Finn, but then Finn tumbles back into the ref. And so Priest mm-hmm. takes this opportunity, trips up Ray off the apron. Well, Edge comes ringside. He and Priest, they brawl into the crowd. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the Finn really sold that well. He's like, oh, no, it's one-on-one now. Those, yeah, his facial reactions during this whole match were great because when he saw yeah the, them brawl into the crowd, he was like, <gasps> it was like great. Aaron on uh, Ghost Adventures when he just yeah, heard man. a weird noise somewhere. Uh, Understand. So, so anyways, uh, Ray hits Code Red, gets a two. They're trading some strikes. Uh, eventually, Ray's looking for a 619. Finn, like he has been doing week after week, countering with that diving clothesline, hits the shotgun drop kick, but misses the coup de gras. Mm-hmm. So then Ray hits Finn with a Arana, sends him into the ropes, sent him for a 619. And that's when Rhea mm-hmm. brings out Dom, and he has been beat the hell up. Now, when you say brings out, she has him slung over her shoulder like yeah. a sack of shit. Yeah. And it's amazing. And he is beat to hell. This dude's got, like, blood coming down his yeah. eye. Yeah. Yeah, this is amazing. This was fantastic. So Ray tries to leave the ring, and Finn grabs him by his pants, by, like, his belt, pulls him back in, hits a 1916, which we haven't seen since he got out yeah. and came back, really, to, to Raw. And then a coup de gras to get the win. I can watch Rhea Ripley beat up Don Mysterio every day. Oh, it's amazing. It's so great. Um, and yeah, I thought this was good. I think the only thing they need to do with Judgment Day, the let me tell you something, brother promo stuff. I know it was, it was shorter this time. The crowd, the crowd can't stand it. I feel like again, you got to inject a little bit of that original Bullet Club where they're just sort of dicks, yeah. as opposed to Edge, come out here and well, maybe shift these promos to like a backstage yeah like a film a pre-film thing i thought i thought finn's was better than priest because i felt like finn's had like even though priest his whole thing was challenging edge to a match i thought finn in terms of establishing who judgment they are now Mm -hmm, yeah actually did in a fairly succinct fashion a pretty good uh uh, uh, way of communicating that Mm -hmm, i know they priest just could have said hey we're in toronto uh, two weeks, uh, uh, Edge, I'm going to beat the hell out of you in front of your friends and family. Yeah. He kind of took yeah. a roundabout way of getting there, but he got there. But Yeah. 
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. After that, we had a Tamina and Dana Brooke interview. Uh, She says, uh, Dana Brooke says, I'm in this tournament to become a double champ. And with the tag titles in the picture, I need a partner. She said, I've defended the 24-7 title against Tamina. Tamina's been my biggest challenge. And then Bailey. Kai and EO step in and Bailey's like, uh, so look, relax. We're not going to roll you up, Dana, for that title. She says, we're looking for titles that suit us. And you know why the women's tag title suit us? She said, because I was the first one to hold them. And then uh, Tamina tells Bailey, she says, I know about that. She says, I don't mind taking uh, uh, my friends. uh, uh, Oh, it's taking your friends out of the tournament. Taking your friends out of this tournament right now. So uh, Bailey's like, okay. She like walks out. And then uh, Kai says, we'll see Tamina out there. And Eo says to Tamina, I don't like you. And that Bring match was that next. Stick. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Dana's isolated for a bit. She eventually hits a powerbomb on Dakota. Uh, Dakota keeps Dana from tagging Tamina in, tags Eo in. But then right after that, Dana tags in Tamina. Tamina goes on a bit of a run. Uh, she eventually hits a super kick, Samoa drop. Dakota breaks up that pin. Uh, Dana pulls Dakota out of the ring into the floor. Look for that handspring elbow. Uh, Bailey pulls Dakota out of the way. So Dana crashes into the barricade. So then Tamina goes up to the top rope. Uh, EO meets her up there. They hit some strikes. Dakota tags in. Uh, Tamina notices it. Boots Dakota to the floor. Knocks EO to the mat. Tamina's looking for a splash. EO gets her feet up. And then Dakota hits Tamina with the face wash kick. Tags in EO. EO hits Moonsault to get the win. And they advance. So who are they taking on next in the It'll tournament? It'll be the winner of Bliss and Asuka versus Nikki and Dewdrop. Okay. Okay. All right. So it's going to be Bliss and Asuka. Okay. That'll yeah. be good. Uh, after that, we had that bit where Kevin Patrick runs up to Kevin Owens backstage. Um, Kevin Owens. And in the background, you got Nikki, ASH, and Dewdrop, and a couple others looking at this wrecked car. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, Kevin Owens tells uh, Kevin Patrick, He's like, if you run up on me again, I'm going to drop you worse than I dropped Zeke. So I did what I did because I know exactly who I am now, unlike Zeke. And I've been gone for a little while, and I know there are more eyes watching on this show than a long time, than in a long time. So I want to rem- remind everybody that's watching and everybody in the back that this is still the Kevin Owens show. Yeah, to the point. Yeah, You don't need, you don't yeah. need a whole episode of the KO show to, to get to that point. Nope. He, he's got his luggage with him. He's on his way out, you know. Yeah, he did his job, yeah. Yep. Uh, next, Dom getting checked in the trainer's room. Uh, we get the U.S. title video package yet again, and then we get the U.S. title match. Champa taking on Bobby Lashley. This was a hell of a bout. Oh, my goodness. This is a hell of a bout. Yeah, this was really, really good stuff. Uh, so, <laughs> you know, again, I know people shit on it, 
But there was one little bit of TV direction here that I thought was really, really clever, and it's when AJ Styles was introduced to the equation. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, you're on The Miz, but in the background, you're down there on the floor, and you're on The Miz, in the background you have, like, the barricade and stuff, and that's where AJ's coming from. So you see this little, like, blue blur of a person, like, running from the crowd, hop the barricade, and this is all Miz is not paying attention, yeah. and he just flies in to the shot or into, into the camera, basically, punching The Miz, and then they end up uh, uh, leaving to to go yeah, uh, because know, beat each other up. Right before that, uh, Lashley hit, excuse me, Champa with a spear. Miz puts mm-hmm. uh, a Champa's foot on the bottom rope. So that's when AJ hops barricade, yeah. takes out the Miz. They're going up through the crowd. Uh, Champa then rips off the top turnbuckle. Lashley hits him with the flatliner, calls for the hurt lock. Miz is back, and AJ still chasing him. So Miz slides into the ring, and then runs on out as AJ is chasing him. Um, it's just enough to distract Lashley for a moment. So Lashley, again, is looking for the hurt lock. Uh, instead, Champa rams Lashley headfirst into the exposed turnbuckle, then posts them, mm-hmm. then hits the running knee. Lashley kicks out. Uh, Champa's looking for a fairy tale ending. Lashley escapes that, but Champa locks on the Gargano escape. Lashley powers Champa up. Uh, Champa, though, escapes that, throws Lashley uh, onto the apron. Champa hits Willow's bell. Lashley kicks out of that. Uh, Champa lowers the knee pads, looking for the running knee. Lashley blocks. Spine buster, hurt lock. Champa taps. It was really a match of kind of two halves where the first half, it was Lashley dominating and Champa kind of outlasting whatever Lashley could throw on him. And then the the it, the whole thing kind of worked in the opposite way where Champa was throwing everything he had at Lashley. Yeah. And Lashley yeah. was withstanding it all. Yeah. And it was at a furious pace, too. It really it was, was. It was so, everything was so fast and so quick. Yep. And uh, and in the end, yeah, he just, he got caught by that hurt lock and, and everybody taps to the hurt lock. Yep. Um, so then we had a little bit where with uh, AJ and Miz brawling at the gorilla position, the producers and ref come in to break it up and it's announced that the main event is going to be AJ versus Miz in a no DQ match. Yep. Uh, after that, we had a Moss versus Andrea Guerrico and Spencer Slade. What a great mm-hmm. name. Uh, in any event, Amos got the win here against these two lovely enhancement talented gentlemen. Uh, hits uh, uh, Guerrico with his uh, finish for the win. Uh, then we get a Seth Rollins interview, and he's immediately asked about Riddle. And oh, he's kind of pissed off about it. He's like, you asked me about Riddle? Because they he announced says, earlier, sorry, that the, they're going to have an exclusive interview with Riddle next oh, week yeah, yeah, about recovering yeah. from his injuries. Yeah, so he's asked, what does he think about what's going to happen in that Riddle interview? He says, uh, he says, I told the world last week that I was done with Riddle. Uh, so if he's going to come back next week for some interview, what, he's going to have some sort of earth-shattering announcement? No, it's Riddle. He's going to tell you what Riddle's going to say. He's I'll tell you what Riddle's going to say. He's going to be, bro, dude, cool, Randy. He says, I'm the gatekeeper in this industry. Anybody that's any good has to go through me. And as great as Riddle could be in the ring, He's even better at flushing his own potential down the toilet. Don't believe me? Ask Dana White, who famously said Dana, uh, Riddle was a moron who'd never work in the UFC again. Uh, he says if Riddle has two working cells in that brain of his, uh, he's going to tell the world, bro, I'm hanging up the flip-flops and retire for good. And if he doesn't want to do that, I might have to Cody Rhodes' his ass out the door. Either way, if Riddle has something to say next week, then so does Seth freaking Rollins. Yeah. Yeah, that was good stuff. Uh, then we had Chad Gable versus Dolph Ziggler. This was tremendous technical wrestling to start. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It was so good. Fast. Fast. Of course, they're both uh, highly accomplished amateur wrestlers. 
Um, and eventually, though, Gable hits that awesome rolling German suplex. He has the advantage for a while until he misses a moonsault. Dolph hits a DDT, uh, gets the win. Uh, and then Gable starts working over Dolph's leg, specifically with ankle locks repeatedly. Um, at what point, Dolph looks for a super kick. His leg gives out. Uh, again, more uh, more ankle lock. Again, Dolph looks for a super kick. Gable catches it. He's looking for an Olympic slam. Dolph escapes that. Then he does hit the super kick to get the win. Otis gets in the ring real quick. Dolph rolls out. Selling legs still. You got to wonder if this also served as sort of a goodwill match towards the talent. Dolph Ziggler's from Cleveland. Yep. And uh, and he just picked up the win here. Clean. Yep. Um, yeah, good stuff. Uh, after that, we had a Dewdrop and Nikki promo. Um, Nikki says next week on Raw, there's going to be no more almost. They will be one step closer to the women's tag titles. How great would it be if they got rid of that silly name of hers? Um, Dewdrop says, uh, we're about to crush the hopes and dreams of Bliss and Asuka while we're at it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we get that uh, Bliss and Asuka promo from the parking garage. Uh, where that car that wrecked earlier is about to get towed in the background, a bunch of people milling about around it. Bliss says Nikki and Dewdrop got it all wrong. They're not going to crush our dreams. They're going to help manifest them. Asuka says nobody's ready for us. And then Bailey, Kai, and Io step in. Bailey says more like nobody cares. Ask Bliss. Uh, she asks Bliss where Lily's at, or is Asuka her new toy? And then a bunch of security runs by. Bailey and her crew leave. And then we see AJ Styles making his way towards the ring for our main event. Yep. Our main event was after commercial break, and it was a, f- a pretty fun match. Oh, man, uh, this is good stuff. It was good stuff. So at one point, Ciampa comes out there, uh, tries to interfere. AJ uh, takes care of him, puts him through a table. Um, this is no DQ as well. So we got kendo sticks, table spot, of course. Um, so at one point, uh, AJ's looking for – actually, does hit a phenomenal forearm. Um. Uh, covers and that's when Champa gets involved. He pulls the ref out of the ring. Uh, later on, he's looking for another one. Instead, Miz throws a chair at him, hits AJ with a skull crushing finale. AJ kicks out, so Miz picks up a kendo stick, starts hitting it on uh, AJ's leg, looks for a figure four. AJ boots him off into a chair that's set up in the corner. Styles clash to get the win. And as he's in the ring celebrating his victory, you see it in the background. You don't really notice it at first, where there's security doing something. And he starts looking over the, the, the top turnbuckle to see what's going on. And then Dexter Loomis, his head pops up a little bit. They don't go in for close-up. Nope. It's all just the same long shot. And that's when, as the show goes off, commentary just kind of really low again says, is that Dexter? Yeah. Dexter Loomis? Yeah. So I don't, I don't know where this is heading. I don't know if this is, I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah. I love it, man. I think it's awesome. Because it was like just this side of, whoa, was that was that something they they meant to ca- to catch exactly? And it's like clearly it was, but it was it was it was walking that line a little bit, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. the way they filmed it. All right, let's talk about the G one night fourteen results and some controversy here. So I wake up, I'm infirmed, I'm not feeling great. Yeah, and somehow miraculously, it's not a miracle. Larson. With something that I'm going to refer to as Larson math, has 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 earned four more points on the enforcer than than yesterday. But that it the the match so results. What here, what is so, happening here? So here's the deal. Let's go through the results last night, and I'll explain what happened. So uh, last night, Lance Archer defeats Jonah. Naito defeats Kenta. Tomatonga defeats Taichi. 
Sonata beats Chase Owens, and then uh, Yujiro Takahashi defeats the Yoshihashi. But when I looked at the results on New Japan site first thing in the morning, they had Taichi beating Tama Tonga. But then I looked at the the point totals and the finisher used to win, and I'm like, this everything seems to indicate Tama Tonga won the match. And so I was like, I need to go and review. Because every morning there's a G1 show, the first place I go is New Japan sites. The results, if they're not there, I go elsewhere. And I was like, okay, if this was mistake was happened, and I always do it first thing in the morning before I have coffee or anything, I need to go back and double check everything to make sure I got everything right. And and in doing so, I did get uh, recorded uh, one match where it's Jeff Cobb versus Jonah. I had it marked as Cobb winning. Jonah actually won. I don't know if that was something that I – it was my mistake or, or something on New Japan site that got changed later because it was correct now. And then I redid all the math, and somewhere along the way, I gave Enforcer two extra points. Enforcer did not have a good night last night compared to us. We got four matches right, and I think he got three. Or we got – let me double check. I think it was like it was like four to two or something like that. Four to two. You are correct. So we both yeah. gained ground on it regardless. Oh. We all lost two points because of that Jeff Cobb-Jonah match. And then I checked it and double-checked it and checked it a third time in Forrester's math. And somewhere along the line, he had two extra points. All right. That and you, was... both, both you and Enforcer have access to this spreadsheet. You're more than welcome to double-check all, all of it mm-hmm. to make sure it's all on the, on the up and up. Mm-hmm. I don't know about this Larson math. So the so current, current scores, yes. Yeah. I mean, this benefits you. You're only two points down now. Ooh, fascinating. Uh, maybe I'll use some Steve math to finagle a two-point advantage. I no, we'll that. see about that. The Enforcer is still in the lead with 70 points. This is for the August predictions for Big Red. Mm-hmm. Steve is uh, uh, just behind him with 68 points. And Larson is trailing at 64 so points. So f- for you and me, it's pr- mostly going to come down to day 17 because of the four <laughs> matches, we differ on three of them. Mm. Wow. The only hope I have right now of getting getting is winning this is if I have more points than you going into the semifinals and none of Enforcer's picks in the semis and the finals advance. Because we also have a five-point penalty on us because of those semifinals. Yeah. So, like, we have – we both – like, Enforcer's got a pretty good advantage he here. He does. Um, but, uh, yeah, like you said, there's still a lot of G1 left. Um, so, let's go ahead and answer some questions. Let's I have a thread it. right here on the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Variety of reward tiers over there. Later on today, we're going to do our Patreon exclusive bonus episode. Overrun slash numbers don't lie. Extravaganza bonus hour. Uh, that's going to be at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 mm-hmm. p.m. Eastern. Uh, first up from the Yellow Flash, Rey Mysterio's never been heel in WWE. Should he turn in Toronto on edge along with Dom? How cool would it be if Ray, in fact, joined the Judgment Day? That'd be interesting if Ray was the one that joined Judgment Day and not Dom. I feel like it needs to be Dom. Yeah. I feel like it needs to be Dom. Yeah. Um, Xavier Gray says, uh, do you think Sasha and Naomi will show up at Clash of the Castle? Um, I would be surprised because it seems like they're the, – WWE Triple H is spacing things out, mm-hmm. and I, you know, I, it's entirely possible. But say, well, it depends if when the new women's tag champs are crowned is the finals at Clash of the Castle. Are they afterwards or are they before? Yeah. Um, and I also think whoever ends up winning those titles is going to be given some type some type of actual reign. They're yeah. not going to win them and then instantly drop them. I don't think. Yeah, 
Um, it would. It so wouldn't surprise me. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe you. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's like what? It's less than a month away now. Yeah. Um. So four weeks. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Uh. Let's see here. Steve Klein asked. Uh, do you think the Judgment Day should change their entrance song since Edge isn't in the group anymore? Uh, no, I'm. I like their theme. I think their theme is fine. It's it's property of the Judgment Day, and Edge isn't in the Judgment Day anymore. I mean, in all honesty, once they kicked Edge out, they should have done a complete rebrand, new name, uh, new theme, new Tron, new color scheme, all that. All right, there you go. Uh, Nikhil says, uh, if you're in the role of Triple H, how do you make the 24-7 championship better utilized? Network title. You have it defended at like house shows, live events, whatever. You break in. Well, I guess they don't really have the network here in the States anymore, but it's the same idea. Yeah. You break yeah, in they don't whatever's have a network happening. anymore. You break in whatever is, is being shown on Peacock. Peacock title. For that match. <laughs> yeah, like you're sitting there watching some Night Court, and they break in. Yeah, like it's like I'm trying to watch a VOD of Night Court. What is this weird wrestling thing that I'm watching now? Exactly, exposure. What is this? And, uh, Doesn't matter. Yeah, engagement. Yeah, engagement. Exactly. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Blake Whitehouse. Um, we've talked about Bob Roode and how to make him more serious. You basically just make him NXT Bob Roode. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Blake is asking who his, sh- who should his first three feuds be with? Who Bob Roode? Dolph. Feud with Dolph. He gets better at that. This is the new Bob Roode. Not a dirty it's dog anymore. New Bob Root. I'm going to say Shinsuke. Go back to their NXT stuff. That'd be good. I'm going to say Shinsuke. I'll say, um, I don't know about him coming out on the winning end of it, but Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens, he's got that fire now, man. Mm-hmm. That's what you need. You need somebody with some fire, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That could be really good. Uh, White Brownie here asks, as much as I love these long matches, it sometimes seems the crowd aren't really into them. Could this be something Triple H might see as a booking problem? So, last night, was there any long match that the crowd just seemed kind of meh on? I kind of feel like no. That was a really good crowd last night. The only one maybe, and that was simply because I think it was really technical to start, was maybe Gable versus Dolph. Mm. It's in the third hour of the show. Mm, Not a whole... I mean, I enjoyed it because I like that type of wrestling, but... Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that match. But that match wasn't um, didn't seem too long. Yeah, I mean, I've always I've always heard I've always read that like longer matches don't particularly perform well in the ratings. But I don't know, man. You got a bunch of good matches. I think crowds like good matches, but I don't know. If, if I'll, I'll put it, I, I reiterate this time and time again, um, it's all about the stories. If people are invested in what is happening. With the characters, they will be invested in the matches. That's why mm-hmm. 205, remember they'd put cruiserweight stuff on Raw and it always, like, the crowds did not give a shit? It's because they, generally speaking, like, those crowds weren't savvy to what was happening on 205 Live. Yeah, not many people watch 205. But if you have, if you have, like, characters that people are invested in, they'll be, they'll be in, invested in the matches. That's my theory. That's the Steve theory, anyways. Yeah. Uh, uh, Rich uh, says, "Will they have the winner of the women's tag tournament face the NXT women's tag champs and unify the titles?" I don't think so. No, no, I don't think so either. I'd, I'd be really surprised if that were to happen. Uh, King CDM uh, says, "I'm so hyped for Loomis to be back. Who is the first feud? Who is his first feud? And what do you see his role being at least for the next year?" I honestly don't know. I'm curious to see how they get his kind of 
serial killer gimmick, uh, how they work that into the show, and you know that they kind of play the his whole thing for kind of last like they did in NXT. Is are they going to take this seriously? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, don't know. I mean, he crashed his car and then he crashed the, the 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 proceedings. He was staring at AJ, but I don't know if that's just because AJ happened to be in the ring. Exactly. You know, maybe they put that in the main event segment just because they want to make Loomis seem like a deal. Right, which is yeah. what you should do. Anybody that's new to the roster, you should make them seem like a deal. Yeah, I know. We've always said that. Like, you debut somebody in a main event type role, and then you sort of let them settle back down to where they're doing. I think I think Triple H is a fan of the show, I'll be honest with you. Okay. Like, how, is it, how crazy is it we talked about that background storytelling? Oh, man, finally these guys get it. These guys know what they're talking I'm going to bring that back. Hey, heartbreak. Tell Bruce we're bringing back background storytelling. Uh, anyways, uh, Timur Rockman says, I'm currently on a week-long solo holiday to Belfast. Oh. I'm enjoying it. Have you guys done a solo vacation abroad? And if you have, what's the best place you've been to? I have not done that before. No, I've never I've, done that. I've never been on a solo vacation, I don't think, period. I've gone down to L. I went down to L.A. a couple months ago. That was a solo vacation. Oh, I did that once for a weekend, <laughs> yeah, just by myself. Yeah. I've done that before. Um but that's kind of it, I think. It's yeah. the only place I've done that. Before. Yeah, never abroad. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Uh, Dark oh, wow. Dank Lucha. Oh. Do you think the Cruiserweight Classic and the Mae Young Classic could come back in some form now? I don't know about the Cruiserweight Classic just because I don't know if they're going to want to add. Like, if you do a Cruiserweight Classic, you, you, you probably need, like, a show to spin it off to. So I don't know that they would do that. I think it'd be cool, but I don't know if they the May Young. I think the May Young is a possibility. Yeah. Uh, Shavon says since fans boo Chad Gable for having his masters with a 4.0 GPA, thank you. What are some of your guys' life achievements that you're proud of that fans would boo you for? Um. Well, we're wrestling podcasters. I mean, come on. Yeah. That's kind of that's kind of it you know yeah pretty much i don't know i failed at doing comic books boo oh. well, i would boo that yeah mayor nerd well maybe Is it, what, what do you say boring boring yeah uh let's see here uh louis Cereza, what if sammy was trying to warn roman about carrion oh shit my phone oh. uh also who do you see opting out of their AEW contracts if they had the chance oh keith lee keith lee would guarantee maybe it. I maybe guarantee it. um athena athena yeah. would yeah maybe yeah athena would keith lee and athena i don't know if I'm, i don't know if adam cole would i don't know that adam cole would I don't know that he would. I think he's in a good spot. Andrade. <coughs> Andrade probably would. Andrade probably would. On the other end, he gets to do stuff like Ric Flair's final match and stuff like that. I don't know. Maybe Andrade's happier. Well, than I think he, he would is. He would be able to do that if he were in WWE. Jeff Jarrett was in the match, too. You'd think, you think so. Yeah. But I don't know, man. Yeah. Maybe Nick Khan would be like, mm-mm. It's like, no. They would. You think so? That'd be pretty. Yeah, because don't, Conrad. Don't act I, I like was, it's such a like it's I, such a. I, I, I read a thing that Conrad said on Jeff Jarrett's podcast today that that uh, WWE gave like the blessing for all sorts of stuff. So yes, I think Andrade would be in the all match. sorts of stuff like what, like letting Jeff Jarrett wrestle. 
Yeah, but he's like, as you've said, he's an employee. So not a not a not a, a wrestler if, on if, TV. If Andrade was in WWE and Ric Flair wanted him in that match, he, he would be in that match. He would be in that match. You're probably right because of Triple H. You're probably right. But don't act like it's such a given, man. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, 95% certain that would be the case. <laughs> uh, Hunter. Hunter. I want to do this match with your best friend, Ric Flair. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, you know, uh, this is uh, this is the WWE here. You know, you can't be going to Jim Crockett Promotions while you're under contract here. He's not real. It's Conrad. <laughs> oh man uh, we'll end on this one Nick uh, Hook says uh, who do you think takes the belt off Bianca Rhea Ripley yeah Rhea maybe Rhea's doing great work right now she yeah, should take she that is. title off Bianca just for her work with Dom <laughs> yeah uh, anyways that's gonna do it for us thanks so much for tuning in we appreciate it uh, till next time we'll talk to you later goodbye Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Stone Cold Steve Austin impersonator Phil McDonald here to tell you to go support Going In Raw and Friendo Club at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. They got bonus episodes, ad-free audio, a weekly newsletter rounding up the weekend wrestling news, and a bunch more. Patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Go support or get hit with a stutter. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.